0: Well, greetings, everyone, and welcome to another episode of our Terraces at Bonita Springs Connections podcast. I'm your host, Christopher McClellan. Our podcast offers stories of fascinating residents who are proud to call the Terraces at Bonita Springs home, as well as our terrific team members who are dedicated to support and improve our residents' lives. To learn more about the Terraces at Bonita Springs lifestyle, visit us online at at theterracesatbonitasprings.com. Or call us at 239-306-5018 and be sure to subscribe to the Terraces at Bonita Springs Connections Podcast, wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. On today's episode, we welcome our Director of Lifestyle, Dana Eichenberg. Dana has a fascinating background as a women's college basketball coach, and when she started to transition out of coaching in 2015, Dana knew she wanted to give back to helping others and now finds a tremendous amount of joy and happiness making our residents' lives more enjoyable in her role as the Director of Lifestyles at the Terraces at Bonita Springs. Let's join my conversation with Dana, and I'll see you on the other side of the podcast. Well, greetings, Dana, and welcome to the Terraces at Bonita Springs Connections podcast. It's great to visit with you today.
1: Well, thank you, Christopher. Thanks for having me. It's good to be here. Uh,
0: I've been looking forward to uh, chatting with you as you've had such a terrific background. And, you know, I got to start off. Tell me about your position as Director of Lifestyles. That sounds like a lot of fun and exciting.
1: It is a lot of fun, and there's never two days alike. I can guarantee you that. So my position here at the Terraces is basically to oversee all levels of care and our activities and our presentations and our lectures and all of the dimensions of wellness that everyone would be looking at in a senior living community.
0: And I would have to imagine with the past year with COVID, you've probably had some very unique uh, challenges.
1: It's certainly like, like, Every other position, it certainly has, uh, certainly challenged us. It's challenged us in an emotional way. It's challenged us in a physical way and certainly in an intellectual way. But the thing that I always say is when you put more minds together, you come up with some great ideas. And I really feel our team over the past year has given everything that they possibly can to help assist our residents who've been you know, without family, without friends, and, and still finding ways to stay Physically fit, emotionally fit, intellectually fit, spiritually fit, and hopes that days like this, that we slowly are starting to reopen and find some of those activities and reintroduce ourselves to friends and and, and certainly get to see family more often.
0: Yeah, it's uh, as things are starting to open up just a little bit as it relates to COVID. That's you know that in and of itself is going to be another transition to reengage.
1: It is, and there's a it's kind of like having a whole other set of rules. And certainly the re-engagement will give us its own structures as well, which will be interesting. And, you know, I've got a team that's kind of tired and probably needs to have a little bit of reboot themselves. And we'll, we'll, we'll figure it out and we'll get back to it and, and hopefully find the new norm and the new rules and be able to establish an active and, and wonderful lifestyle that we had once before.
0: And I could, you know, I could certainly tell from your enthusiasm for your position. I'd be remiss if I didn't ask you that you've had kind of a transition into senior living as well.
1: I did certainly. This is not uh, the first career; what I call my second career. Little did I ever think that senior living would be my second career. I had a father who was diagnosed with Parkinson's and uh, small cell cancer, kind of one after the next, and. I, being a college coach, was only able to fly down on weekends from various cities and communities that I was living in or recruiting in to kind of attend to him. So my family was fortunate enough to have a a wonderful caregiver who uh, was 24-7 with my father to assist my mom. My sister ended up moving her career down here in 2014, and she made the the move to be a a full-time caregiver as well. But what, what I saw was a woman who we had hired just had the ability to give and give, and whether it be reading the paper or assisting my father was still going to lunch with his guy friends. She just had an ability to do it naturally. There wasn't any pretentious air. There wasn't any kind of falsehood. She allowed my dad to be my dad, and she certainly incorporated every part of his lifestyle into his final days. And because of that, I just knew that there was an opportunity down here in Southwest Florida and I was blessed to have a sister who's very well connected in the area and introduced me to a former executive director who um, give a lot of credit for taking a risk and hiring somebody with no, no senior living background at all.
0: Well, credit to them because I think they probably had the foresight to see with your background in coaching, uh, college coaching, all the diverse students that you have interacted with. And then there's a lot of diversity in senior living communities.
1: Very much is uh, I, it's a people job. Much like coaching, it's a people job. And the only thing that is different when I was coaching, I was dealing with all the parents. And now that oh, as a good. director of lifestyle, I'm dealing that's with a whole, all... That's a whole other subject. <laughs> I a, that is a whole other subject. Uh, certainly a book somewhere to be written on that. But in uh, senior living, I deal with all, all, all the sons and daughters. So it's quite the flip. But nonetheless, certainly everybody that has an interest in the well-being of their family. And it's just about hearing and Listening and uh, adapting,
0: uh, adapting especially when uh, when families are making the transition into senior life. adapting to the new location and the new settings and meeting new people. It, it's comforting to know that there's somebody there like yourself who is managing the lifestyles and helping uh, the transition just be a little bit easier.
1: Certainly, one of the things that you know I want to bring to any of our new residents here at the terraces is, is is a comfort level of finding out what did they do prior. You know whether it's that they're a duplicate bridge player or they're a bocce player or they're very um, into their faith. What can I do to connect them to their new environment? And and then not only what, but who, who can I connect them to? Because as we all know, my experiences in the college, very cliquish at times, and certainly finding an identity and finding a routine is, is critical, not only in college life, but also in senior living life. So being able to adapt and get our residents new residents with new people is is valuable.
0: I'm I'm kind of making a stretch here, but uh, you know, as a coach, you're certainly a leader. As the director of lifestyles, you're you're a leader, and those skills I think probably mesh very well into these two different positions.
1: I would definitely say that I'm a leader. Sometimes I've chosen to try to step back from things, but I think my uh, intuition and my natural personality comes out and. I certainly enjoy leading, whether I lead from the middle of the pack or down the line. Uh, I don't mind because I always think there's an opportunity to provide a, to provide input. And for me, working at the terraces is important for what we can and, and need to offer to our residents.
0: Give me a snapshot of what your day might look like.
1: Well, today I walked in and uh, I actually am assisting over in assisted living right now. We're down one person in assisted living, a, a staff member. So... I'm assisting over there doing a couple activities in the morning. I do it at 10. I come back and I kind of regroup with part of my staff around 11. Today, I got so lucky to be selected for your podcast today.
0: <laughs> Very good.
1: And then we'll jump into another activity here about 1.30 and 2. And then go into a couple meetings before hopefully getting to some of my daily work, which would be organizing our communications. We have several ways that we communicate with our residents, certainly the old-fashioned with paper, copy paper, and placing that in a, an area where they can get it. Also, our in-house television, town or digital communication, and then email. So, our communication is vital as with ever-changing, as we're reopening, our new activities that were going on, and some of the new rules in place. So, our communication uh, is a non-stop Actor. It's so essential
0: to it's, keep, so it's essential. hard to keep. There's so much going on at the terraces. it's hard to some days it's hard to keep up. but I think one thing that I'm really intrigued about is the in-house TV channel.:
1: We partner with Touchtown TV. We have a free ch- TV channel through Comcast, and I, I believe several other communities use the same thing too. and what we do is it's digital monitors that are placed throughout the community on all, all levels of care, uh, and then each of our residents have a uh, channel access in their own home. So we're able to run movies, run slides, informational slides, run any kind of video clips, certainly through the the heavy peaks of COVID. We were inundating our residents daily with uh, video after video, whether it be exercise program, church program, presentations, TED Talks, you name it. We had a program for 24-7. We've scaled somewhat back because we've really tried to encourage many of our residents to get out to some of our activities that, that are limited, but yet to get out to be social and, and just to start to begin their their new lives, so that TV channel really is a is a catalyst for what we need to tell people.
0: And I'm thinking maybe we should have the uh, podcast on 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 one of the channels.
1: It'd be a great way. We just need a YouTube link to connect it, and then I can upload it. So certainly, it would be uh, something that I think would be beneficial, and I think all of our residents would love to to hear each each and every one of them.
0: Oh, we can definitely make that happen. That's not going to be a problem at all. So the the marvels of technology so.
1: is amazing. I wouldn't have considered myself tech, uh, a technology guru, but uh, in the last year, I've kind of been forced to do that.
0: Yeah, it's kind of like when I have a technology problem, I said, where's, where's a 14-year-old when you really need one? <laughs> right. <So>. <laughs> right. <laughs> Goodness. We talk about the terraces and our worry-free lifestyle and the importance of senior wellness. And I think that uh, it comes in a lot of different shapes and forms because there's a, you know everybody has their own needs and wants. But mm-hmm. I think when you can focus on that one topic, the senior wellness, why is that so important?
1: Well, you know, a lot of people get the misconception that sometimes when you go into a senior living or any kind of next level of housing, you're there to wait to die. That's not really... I've had many of friends, many of close friends of our family that moved and they've just thrived, whether that be for connection or for right. engagement. There's just a, it's just another level. It's one thing to live in your own home, but to live alone. And it's just you and the newspaper and the TV. But here, you don't have a, just have an abundance. You have neighbors on both sides. You have people with different backgrounds and different connections. And, and the terraces makes it a special place because we're under one roof. So everybody gets to know everybody, and a lot of the residents and me, we discuss. You know, it's kind of like a small family to a certain degree. You certainly have your disagreements, but then when it's time to come together, you certainly enjoy being together. And and for someone coming in that's new, single, widowed, I just think it's easy to make that connection. But you have to be open to it, uh, right. and if you're open to it, you're going to you're going to be fine. But if there's a, a, a resistance, then maybe. Now is not the time, but certainly our residents are lovely and, and they're, they're so welcoming and, and they're so engaging with all, you know, residents of all different types.
0: I think one of the common theme is uh, as we've talked to some of the residents, I think they've all said to a person, they, they were kind of hesitant. And then once they made the decision, they got in, they said, oh, why didn't I do this sooner?
1: Right. I've heard that several times and it's terrific news and it does take some time. I mean, I do. I compare it to moving to college. Certainly, there's just like you don't want to leave your dorm room for like the first three weeks. But then as soon as you walk down the hall and you're involved in the club or you're walking through the campus park, it's just amazing all the people you meet or the connections that you already have. The connection.
0: And that's why we, that's why we named the podcast The Connections, because we're making connections. Yeah.
1: And our residents do that on a day-to-day basis. It's ironic, you know, at a, president today that's from central Illinois. And so she always asked me what I know about central Illinois, because that's where I grew up at. So, you know, that's just one of our connections. And, you know, we always talk about the what's going on in Illinois.
0: So, okay, there's new information for me. You grew up in central
1: yeah. Illinois? I did. I was born in Clinton.
0: <laughs> I know exactly where Clinton, Illinois is. I went to school in Springfield.
1: Did you go to uh, which school? Did you? Springfield? Sangamon State. Which is
0: now the University of Illinois Springfield. So we used to drive up and down
1: oh, 55, I guess Highway 55 50, and see the yep. sign
0: for, for Clinton. Yes. Mm-hmm.
1: And the big and, nuclear facility. And, the, that was, <laughs>
0: <yeah>. <laughs> and that was when the time when Clinton was president, maybe. I don't remember. Yeah, a little,
1: maybe a Reagan area. Maybe a Reagan. Maybe
0: a Reagan. Yeah, that was be yeah. more of a Reagan area. Yeah, yeah that's right. I'm <laughs> not trying to date myself, but I guess I just did.
1: So. That's okay. <laughs>
0: But I love Central Ode. See, it, 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 we just discover these new things about, feet, how about each other when we have the opportunity to connect and talk. And it, and it kind of makes these transitions just a little bit easier.
1: Very much so. And, and, and our community lends itself to us. We have so many lovely little nooks and crannies of where people can just sit and talk. So it's, it's nice to see our residents getting back out and, and, and enjoying and meeting new people and actually meeting old friends as well.
0: Because in a sense, we're all re- reintroducing ourselves
1: to each other. Indeed, we are. Indeed, we are. And the masks also present an as we sometimes don't recognize everybody. So we've got to identify from the eyes up.
0: <laughs> well, There's always a smile behind the mask. Absolutely. That's at least what I've been telling myself.
1: <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Fair enough.
0: The next few months are certainly going to be some new transition as well as we slowly move out of COVID. What what kind of challenges do you see in front of you?
1: Well, I think some of the biggest thing will be presenters, you know, allowing a lot of our outside vendors back in. We were very fortunate to have some very loyal vendors come back in. Some of them have decided that perhaps playing the piano, playing the guitar may not be. They needed to go back and find something consistent. We've lost some of them due to COVID, I think our next issue will be structuring the rooms, depending on your size rooms. Right. We have a lot of little rooms, but we don't have a lot of large rooms. So how do we properly social distance and to be able to accommodate our right. population? Those will be some of my concerns because I don't want to leave out. I don't want the same 50 people to be able. So there'll probably be a, a development and a turnover on how we invite people to our events.
0: It's getting used to the new normal.
1: Yes, sir. Very much so.
0: Uh, well, we want to come over. I've said this to everybody that's, that we've had on the podcast. We want to come over and do live podcasts uh, uh, later on in the year because I think it would just be fun to not only meet everybody, but uh, to do these uh, live and, and have the residents and guests come in as they're allowed to learn more about all the great work that uh, you and the entire staff is doing at the Terraces.
1: We'd be more than happy to host you at a uh, podcast happy hour as well
0: well, just mark that down,
1: okay
0: <laughs> <So>. <laughs> okay, <laughs> well, Dana, it just you know, there's just a delight talking. I could talk with you all day, but can you let our listeners know how they can learn more about you and and the terrific lifestyle at the terraces at Bonita Springs?
1: Certainly, you can always find us on the web, which we we encourage everybody to go peruse our pictures, peruse our calendars. But certainly an easy phone call would be enough to provide information and updates on what's going on. And that number, Christopher, would be 239-306-5018. And you'll get the information and more than you will need. And certainly, I know all of our emails are online. And if there's anything specific about lifestyles, I'd be more than happy to address.
0: Dana, it's great visiting with you today. Continued success. I won't be challenging you to any basketball games when I come over to... uh...
1: Well, I think you're safe because I did have two new knees in September. So my days of uh, did, cutting, cutting and pivoting you are cut, certainly you do over. Two days
0: of cutting and, <laughs> and blocking are, yeah. are, are behind. But
1: yeah.
0: Again, continued uh, success. And thanks for sharing a bit about your story and your father and how you made this uh, transition. Because I know that that personal experience really serves you well when you're interacting with your residents. So
1: thank you for that. Absolutely. It was my pleasure. Thank you for having
0: me. I thoroughly enjoyed Dana's story and how she found her way to a new career in senior living. Dana has seamlessly transitioned her leadership skills as a college basketball coach and her inspiring personality to help connect our residents to new interests, all while leading an engaging lifestyle. Well done, Dana. and. If you would like to learn more about our engaging lifestyle at The Terraces at Bonita Springs, visit us online at theterracesatbonitasprings.com or call us at 239-306-5018 and be sure to subscribe to The Terraces at Bonita Springs Connections Podcast, wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. I'm your host, Christopher McClellan. We'll see you for another episode real soon. Thanks for listening. Take care. Bye for now.